This is the Paul Bunyan Country Outdoors podcast, sponsored by Visit Bemidji. Paul Bunyan Country Outdoors covers the lakes, woods, trails, wildlife, and anything else going on outdoors in Paul Bunyan's playground. This is Dick Beardsley, and this is Paul Bunyan Country Outdoors. Well, he is up a tree, which, I don't know, is that uh, a joke? I don't know, I guess we could have made that a joke, but uh, nonetheless, he is Bruce Jean, uh, who is either on the water, on the ice, in a tree. If it's outdoors, he's there. Uh, how is the deer hunt going for Bruce Jean? Well, Kev, I think up a tree is better than being up a creek. <laughs> that is true. So, That's a fact. So we'll take it. Um, you know, it's been a nice mild season. Um, we have a nice fresh snow out here. It seems like it snows every day a little bit. We did have a couple of days of rain, and I think that really shut the deer movement down. Um, but this morning, um, out here about 7.15, uh, had a doe that crawled up and slept underneath my stand for about 45 minutes. How fun is that? Oh, that's so, cool. Yeah. Um, but no, it's, we have, uh, there's three of us in our party <clears throat> and, uh, we have shot one deer so far out of the three. And a lot of us are being selective, you know, we have the full season to hunt. <clears throat> so, um, but yeah, it's, uh, it, it, it's been a great deer season so far. So you still have two two weekends to go. We do. Yeah, we go until the third weekend. And uh, boy, did you see the forecast? Yeah. Um, the ten days. I, I think I even saw sixty two in Minneapolis next week. So, um, you know, for us up in the Northland, it's usually about ten degrees cooler than that. So, at fifty degrees is not going to be making ice. That's for sure. <laughs> that that is for sure. Um, so, uh, you, so you just you go to deer camp. You spend the whole the whole stretch there. Um, you know, a lot of it. Um, we don't have a uh, a shower facility, so it's nice to to get back into civilization and go get some supplies. And we um, we're back about uh, a mile and a half by vehicle, and then a two mile four wheeler ride to get back to our our hunting cabin and um yeah we'll we'll stay back there for a lot of the deer season um i know a lot of a couple of our guys have to work so you know that job thing comes into play but uh, sure yeah it's uh it it's a good place to hibernate for a couple weeks (laughs) and and is that up in your your regular stomping grounds yeah we are about 25 miles south of international falls um uh an area that's uh surrounded by a lot of state land and uh, we have access to some incredible uh, freshly logged land, some old timber, uh, we have spruce swamps, we have, you know, cedar swamps. There's, there's just uh, just about everything to hunt around here. And um, yeah, it's, it's, it's quite the territory. Is this a traditional family spot or have you moved around? Yep. yep. So uh, my brothers and I, um, and my father bought this in 1979 together, and we've been hunting there ever since. We have roughly 25 to 30 deer stands in this area. Maintaining the deer stands is not an easy feat with shooting lanes. And, you know, when you get a, a heavy wind, it seems like our stands survive, but it's the trees that land on top of the deer stands that mm-hmm. knock them down. And that gets to be hard on them. But, um, yeah, they're, they're pretty nice. Um, the one I'm in today is a semi-enclosed stand surrounded by windows. Um, 
uh, it's it's a good deer vision. We don't shoot a lot of big bucks out of here, but with this wind and it's currently snowing up here right now, a little bit of rain. So I'm going to stay in and talk to Kev Jackson while hunting today. <laughs> All right. Well, appreciate that. Have you seen a lot of yeah, deer? You, bet. you know, uh, opening Saturday, I saw four. Um, there was a five-pointer I probably should have shot because it was dumb and wanted to go on my grill, I think. Um, but there's, you know, every day we've seen a few deer. Um, there's a big one around. It's a nice 10-pointer we've seen on camera. Um, imagine that. This thing doesn't show its face during deer season. How did that happen anyway? <laughs> Those things are smart. Yeah. Um, what, what, so what is your ideal deer? What do you, what do you want to, uh, to harvest? Well, um, who doesn't want that monster 10-pointer that's going to win sure. the big buck contest mm-hmm. down the road? Um, but I don't mind shooting uh, a nice lone doe. Of course, if there's a fawn with her, we don't shoot her. Um, um, we've kind of determined that the small bucks, unless it's later in the season, we're going to try to let live. Um, so we're, we're kind of picky what we harvest, and, you know, it hasn't helped our area. Yeah, the unfortunate part is, Kev, there are so many wolves around. Um, I was sitting in the tree, it was Sunday night, and there were there was one pack of wolves I actually videotaped. I'll have to send that to you. You can hear about eight to ten wolves yipping, and they're not far away. Um, that's really putting a damper on the amount of deer that we have. You know, mm-hmm. the does that are in estrus in the area, they hear that. They're going to go the opposite direction. So guess where the bucks are going to go? Right. You know, so um, but we're not seeing as many of the bigger deer around. Just I, I think it's moving the does and fawns out, therefore, you know, there's, the the wolves are just so overpowering now, and um, I, I hope the deer and I really takes a look at that and says we need to maybe control this population a little bit. So, um, but yeah, I, all the hunters in this area are seeing the same. The deer population, the deer harvest is way down, and the amount of uh, wolf sightings and um, you know just just sheer packs around are incredible. So. Hmm. Um, yeah, putting a damper on the hunt. Are you? Uh, do you hunt other things besides deer, geese, ducks, anything like that? Or yep, yep, we do some duck hunting in the fall. Okay. <laughs> um, uh, I do enjoy a good pheasant hunt. Um, you know, I got some buddies. We hunt baiters. We cheat a little bit. We buy some birds, but then we'll hunt other places as well. Um, Randy Clausen, we got a good uh, bird dog, Duke, and. Um, was scheduled to get up and hunt with Duke a little bit, but Ding Dong Duke hit a, a barbed wire fence, so was out of commission for a while. So mm. no pheasant hunting there. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we'll we'll do a little bit of everything. And, and um, you know, is there a better time to be in the woods in the fall? You know, with, especially with the upcoming weather, 40, 50 degrees, it's going to be beautiful sitting out there. Oh. Um, yeah. It wasn't. It wasn't just a little bit ago that two chipmunks came by and it sounded like a freight train coming through the woods. Those <laughs> dang things are so loud. So it's true what they say about those chipmunks. They are that loud. Yeah, they oh. they don't care. They don't care. No, no. <laughs> you ever pull the safe off, you're ready to shoot, right? And, oh, yeah, it's just two chipmunks. So. Oh, man. Well, what about uh, fall fishing? How has that been? Well, I got some buddies that are fishing on the lax, and the troll bite out there has been absolutely incredible. Um, they're having some of their best numbers in the last, 15 years. So that evening night bite um, trolling for big walleyes has been a lot of fun. <coughs> um, I haven't talked to anybody uh, 
uh, that has uh, been out on rainy. Um, you know, it's it's been a little chilly as far as that goes, but um, you know, it's it's wide open. All the bays are wide open. Um, I mean, it's freeze up is going to be a bit yet, and that's been um, it's it's been unique as far as you know. It got cold, a little layer of ice, and then opened up with that heavy rain we got, and um, so so that bite has been been uh, off. This fall, I had some of the best crappie. Um, action ever. Uh, in fact, I had an 87-year-old Joe and Darko. I don't know if you saw that video or not, Kev. No. Um, it's, uh, it, we were crappie fishing. I was using Active Target. And I found the school of crappies. And we were casting. And Joe went literally nine for nine. So I pulled out my video camera, a.k.a. my iPhone, and I started videotaping Joe. So he put the minnow on. I'm videotaping it. He casts. I zoom in on the bobber, and the bobber goes down. Joe sets the hook like he did every time he went nine for nine. This time he set the hook, and it was a monster walleye, 25 and 15, 16-inch walleye. I had to get the exact measurement for Joe, right? Mm-hmm. And But watching that whole thing, how he fought it, um, everything, it, it, check it out. The, the video has over, uh, well, it's at 1.99 million views. I just I just checked Whoa. it on Facebook. It's just about 2 million uh, people have seen it, so... Um, but that's on Rainy Lake Guiding. You can check that out. But Joe was so funny during that time. The, the funny part about that video, Kev, is I, I, we were crappie fishing, so I don't bring mm-hmm. a net when we're crappie fishing. Boy, did I hear it from him. Holy <laughs> cow. So, um, but, yeah, I mean, the crappie bite around the Metro was incredible. Um, and, you know, obviously I, I sell my boat every year. Um, and, uh, again, the guys at Ray Sport and Marine with the boats, go check them out. I know that was a, a cheap plug, but they're awesome there. Um, it, it's just a good good place to help you buy a boat. But, um, yeah, I think that kind of sums up the, the bite around the Bemidji area. Um, just talked to Randy Clausen as far as guiding around the Bemidji area, and his boat is still ready. Um, he said he'd still do some guide trips if the weather was decent. And, gosh, it looks like the weather's going to be good oh, for the next 10 days. So. Yeah. Um, get out and check out the fall bite. Yeah, get through this day and it'll be a lot better. It's uh, it's not not real nice here today. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. Well, and then of course uh, we'll still be able to probably do some soft water fishing for a little while after the uh, deer hunting season's over if we really wanted to. But then uh, at some point it's going to come ice. And you know, and <clears throat> the the ice bite. Um, you know, you, you think about Red Lake, you think about, you know, all the areas that have common people. We're, <coughs> excuse me, we're going to fish Winnie uh, early ice. And um, last year we did, we had just some some record numbers of walleye and, and nice size fish too. Um, you know, and I, I know that there's some, some good early bites around that area well as well. Um, but uh, looking forward to that early ice and getting out, you know, safely getting out and making sure you have the pick and you're doing the right things when it comes to, you know, ice safety. But um, going to be a lot of fun this early season. Oh, you know, um, early ice is, is some of the best ice. We know that because they're still basically in the fall patterns and you know where they are. Uh, whether the rest of the season is good or not often depends on how difficult it is to get on the lake, and we will not know that until we see exactly how that snow is going to fall. 
Exactly. Remember that one year, roughly, what, three, four years ago, we had maybe six inches, and we got like three feet of ice, and it completely wrecked ice fishing for certain areas Mm -hmm. for the winter. I mean, it was that tough, so... Hopefully we have some good cold weather and then we can, you know, get some good ice built and then we can have our fluffy, pretty snow after that. So, All right. Well, overall, what would you say the, the, the fishing season was like on rainy? Was it above average, average, below average? Well, last time we chatted, um, I think I told you the musky story as well, but um, the, the bite on rainy this year, it, especially in the fall, it continued to be excellent. And it was, it was, I would say, way above average. And, and even talking to some of the locals, Billy Doherty has been guiding on Rainy for a million years, you know, and he said he hasn't had this kind of bite ever in his guiding history of, what, 45 years. So, you know, that that's a sign of how strong Red Lake is going to be. And I'm excited for you know, I, I have an ice castle this year. I'm going to renting it out. Um, if you want to come up to Rainy and catch some fish, I mean, we're, I'm excited for the walleye bite on Rainy this winter too. So, um, but yeah, it's it's uh, it was excellent this summer. The fall was even better, and hopefully that feed is still happening as they come into early winter here. So. Okay. So, as you're sitting in that deer stand, uh, what's your what's your trusty gun? What do you what do you love to use? Oh, I have a, a thirty out six. Um, I'm a 165 grain long range shooter. Um, uh, currently, I'm looking at about a 300 yard shot, and um, as is the farthest poke. So um, I, I just remember, uh, you know, 30 out six is kind of the the caliber of choice for our family. I know my dad was in the army, and he was a <laughs> long range guy, <clears throat> but his one of his last deer that he shot, it was 330 yards away, and he basically did it with a three to seven power. And I, I mean, it just, you know, you think about the shots that some of those guys have made, but he dropped that deer dead in his tracks. So well, the worst part was then he had to go retrieve it over mm-hmm. this <laughs> logged area. So that was the toughest part, getting that thing out of there. But um, yeah, the, I'm a Remington guy. Um, you know, I got my Leopold three to nine scope. Um, it's it's an old reliable, and it's it's killed a few deer in its time. Whispering Bruce Jean from the deer stand. We got a lot more to cover with Bruce next. I'm Bruce Jean at Rainy Lake Guiding. I always like to give to those in need. That's why I'm on Paul Bunyan Country Outdoors, because we all know Kev Jackson is sure in need of knowledge. Hi, this is Dick Beardsley. Bemidji Area Fishing Guide. I'd like to invite you to come to our beautiful town of Bemidji. We've got over 400 lakes in our area teeming with walleye, pike, muskie, bass, and panfish. We're the gateway to the Chippewa National Forest. We've got miles upon miles of biking and hiking trails. Paul Bunyan and Bathe the Blue Ox. Fine shops and eateries in downtown Bemidji. Headwaters of the mighty Mississippi at Itasca State Park. Beautiful resorts, hotels, and bed and breakfast. Visit Bemidji one step further. This is Bro reminding you that the coolest people are on Paul Bunyan Country and Kevin Jackson, too. We are checking in with Bruce Jean, the hunting machine, as he sits in his deer stand waiting for that perfect deer to come by. You like venison? Um, probably one of my favorite meals is how I serve or cook venison. Um, I, will, I will shoot deer, and I used to bring them in and get them 
processed and have you know the the places take care of them. Now I do them myself, and, oh. and um, usually it's the Tuesday of election. So yes, last Tuesday, two days ago, um, but that's when I would would uh, 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 process my harvested deer. And how I do that is I cut them into steaks and I, I put them into Ziploc bags. And so, you know, you cut all these steaks up and I, then I start to marinate them right there. So I have about 40, 50 bags of steaks and I put marinade in them. All kinds of different fa- flavors, you mm. know, Caribbean jerk, Hawaiian, um, just regular barbecue, zesty Italian, like all kinds of. And um, so I'll, I'll marinate them for two, three days in the fridge or just leave them outside. You know, it's perfect temp right now. Right. And I'll just keep squishing them, marinate them, and then I'll freeze them. Okay. And so in a week or month or two months when you want to, uh, you know, grab a steak, you put them out. If you're in a hurry, throw them in some warm water. If not, just, you know, let them counter sit. And talk about good. You throw those on the grill, sear them, and then you just cook them slow. And that is some of the best ways to eat venison that I found. You don't have that gamey flavor. It, you know, you have that little overpowering marinade. But I encourage you guys out there to try that kind of uh, venison prep because it, it's excellent. You don't have that freezer burn. You don't have, you know, it's frozen in water. And it's kind of like how I freeze my fish. It's important that when you do freeze fish that it's completely covered in water so you don't get that freezer burn. And uh, that happens, that, that's true with meat and venison as well. So. I know that a lot of people do not care for venison because it gets so dry, but that sounds like you have found a way to circumvent that. And that's the problem that people, <clears throat> they, they will overcook venison. And it's okay to have a medium-rare venison steak. You know, mm-hmm. that, I mean, there's, there's nothing that that I've eaten in my <clears throat> 40 years of venison eating that's that's gotten the best of me and um, so I think a medium rare venison steak is, is probably some of the best eaten out there now would I pass up a 16 inch ribeye from Manny I'd probably choose that over <laughs> but I, I do enjoy it and it's a good healthy meat and you know the diet that I have throughout the summer with fried fish and fried potatoes, my doctor <laughs> recommends more <laughs> venison. So that's how that goes. Well, between uh, all the venison and, and all, all the other things you hunt and all the fish you, you catch, uh, do you even need to go to a grocery store? Oh, uh, it's funny because you have to have sides with it. Well, and that's again, true. <laughs> the, the trips to the grocery store, but yeah, I mean, I, there's a lot of legumes in my diet and, um, you know, potatoes and, and I, I've been into the asparagus and lettuce, and I have this um, air fryer, and I've been cooking broccoli in it with the air fryer, Kev. Oh, my goodness. It's got a little crispiness to it. Try it. You'll like it. So, And it's very good for you. All right. Well, we are about that stage of the show where we need to hear our, uh, our Bruce Jean fishing slash dad joke of the, uh, of the interview. Well, we- Kev, I've... I've been sending you some really bad jokes lately, but I yeah. think this is the best of the baddest. Okay. So, um, but what, Kev, what do you call the head of the underwater mafia? <laughs> I'm not sure. What do you call the head of the underwater mafia? The Godfather. <laughs> the okay, Godfather. I think I just scared a deer away. I was a little loud. So. <laughs> oh, the Godfather. All right, not, not good. I know, not good. That's not bad. Uh, you've done worse. You've done worse. True, true, very true. Well, listen, I, I know you um, 
you know, you do a lot of fishing trips. Are you, is, is hunting just fun for you? You don't, you don't guide for hunting, do you? No, hunting's just, uh, you know, it's, it's your time to get away and just unplug. And, you know, I mean, today the cell reception, um, in the deer stand is way too strong right now. And I ended up, I found myself watching the Packer game last week. Granted, mm-hmm. they they dominated and, you know, they had a great game. Mm-hmm. Um, I, we won't get any more about the Packers. But, <laughs> um, um, but yeah, it, you know, it's just, it, it's a time to just get in the woods, relax. Um, you know, we eat really well at the shack. Um, and it's, it's just, it's, it's a great time to unwind. So, um, it's it's not as fun as ice skating on the way out to uh, Red Lake, but uh, oh my, it, it's it's a good it's a good time to unplug. Just leaving it at that. So, and as we're talking right now, Kev, uh, it's the dough back again. Mm-hmm. He sure likes it around here. He'll be eating uh, three tips here, but. Um, yeah, I think last time we chatted live, I was a complete mess trying to catch walleye. So, um, <laughs> sorry about that. It's all right. No, no, that's part of the fun of uh, having you chat with us while you're in the midst of the woods. That's pretty cool. Uh, okay, now I need to see what's behind her. Imagine what a gunshot would be like on here. <laughs> all right. <laughs> okay, she's just hanging out. Okay. Um, but you will be, uh, you, you do take people out for, uh, hard water fishing as well as soft water fishing though. Yes. Yep. So we do a lot of that. Um, I have access to five houses on rainy. So, um, if you do want to come up to rainy, um, we have sleeper houses, we have, you know, just day use houses. And then I have five portable houses, um, that we can. Hello. <clears throat> I need to be able to multitask better. <laughs> you have it, it's her fawn behind her now. So oh, okay. okay, I know I got excited. God, yeah. Does buck fever ever leave you? Yeah, apparently not. <laughs> <clears throat> okay, um, so yeah, we we have a lot of access to homes, um, houses out on the water, and um, you know that 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 rainy lake area. You know, like I said, it's an hour and a half north of Bemidji, three hours north of Brainerd. Um, you know, get get a hotel in town, you know, spend the weekend. Um, you know, it's, you're catching the fish as soon as the sun rises or a little bit before through dark. And you can have a whole day of, of catching, you know. So I know we had some average houses catching from 20 to 50 walleyes. I mean, that's Lake of the Woods type fishing there, you mm-hmm. know. So um, we had some fun times with some, some bigger groups and, um it's, it's you know it's ice fishing and it's it's going to be a good time and um you know hopefully uh the ice does cooperate this year and with the 10 day it, it it's not going to be early that's that's kind of what we're we're seeing yeah. so all right well do you have time for a fast five i sure do all right here we go fast <laughs> five with bruce jean from the deer stand the fast, the fast five. five question number one how old were you when you uh, shot your first deer, and where was it? Oh, yeah, we were just talking about all of our first deer killed. Um, I was 13, and I was about a mile from my dad. He put me in my deer stand, and I remember I shot the first deer um, 
I, I blew the heart out of the deer, right? Mm. And and it was a, I made a good shot. It was maybe 60 yards away, nice and close. Um, but the deer ran, and it and you know it hit, and its natural instinct was just to take off running. Well, when it ran, it hit a whole bunch of different trees, and bang, and then there'd be blood, and run, and bang, and there'd be blood, and I just remember thinking, oh my goodness, this deer's gone. So I, I did a quick track. I found it, it hit all these trees and I'm following blood and I'm all excited. So what do I do? I take all of my, my warm clothes off and I got it, cause there's no cell phones, right? That was 150 years ago. <laughs> so I run to dad's tree stand where he's sitting. Mind you, I took all my orange off, right? I'm this 13 year old that doesn't know anything about deer hunting all of a sudden. And I'm like, dad, he goes, what in the hell are you doing? <laughs> can you say hell on the radio? Yeah, we can do Okay, that. all right, all right. And he, I, I crawled up a tree, he goes, what'd you get? I said, got a big one. And it was my, the first deer I ever shot was a 12-pointer. And <clears throat> it's been all downhill truly from that. Mm -hmm. But I just remember how excited I was. Um, again, buck fever had set in and uh, I, you kind of lose your, your train of thought, right? So. I went and got him, we came back, we gutted it out. Um, it won the big buck contest in, in one of the local places. So yeah, it was just, it was just one of those stories that, um, well, I'll never forget. And that was, this is going to be the slowest fast five yet, I think. So 13 years old to answer your question. Okay. Well, it, uh, it doesn't sound like you, you froze up like some people do. No, <clears throat> no. Um, uh, there, uh, it was funny. I remember it was extremely cold that morning, and the deer were really moving. Um, and in fact, uh, I just remember shaking so bad that, I, but you, you just kind of calm and you make the right shot. And um, you know, having a dad that was a marksman in the army, you really learn how to shoot. So I felt like I had a good handle on on my nerves at that point. So yeah, no freezing up for me. Okay. Question number two, totally changing the subject. Uh, growing up watching cartoons, were you a Disney kid or a Warner Brothers kid? Oh, boy. Uh, you know, He-Man was a big one. <laughs> I guess I don't know which side he goes on. I don't think so. he's on either of them. Right? That's independent. Okay. Yeah, all right. So, um, I, yeah, so I was a He-Man guy. Um, yeah, yeah. I, there wasn't a lot of TV watching. We were out shooting things. <laughs> <laughs> Question number three. What is your favorite black and white movie? Black and white movie. Well, I, I, I should probably not say this, but um, at our hunting shack, we had a TV, and it was basically black and white. But Blazing Saddles was up there. Remember that? <laughs> yes. Yeah. So, so that was a, a classic. Um, uh, you know, I know that the new one is coming out, um, but uh, Emilio Estevez from years ago. Mm -hmm. um, what was the name of that movie? Um, Mighty Ducks. No, but that was that was. Okay, too, since in Minnesota. Um, Breakfast Club? For Cranola. No, go further back. Uh, Western, um, Billy the Kid, um, really? 
Oh, was it um, 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 Silverado? Was he in Silverado? Young Guns. Young, young Guns. Guns. Oh, Young okay. Guns. All right. Young, and now, now Young Guns Three is coming out. So really? Um, huh? Yeah. I, I don't know how they do it anymore, but I guess they're going to try. All right. Question number four in Minnesota: We can have temperatures of fifty below zero, and we can have temperatures uh, up near a hundred. Uh, do you prefer, if you had to pick one, extreme cold or extreme heat? Oh, I'd take the cold any day. Really? That heat is no good. Sitting in the boat when it's 100 degrees, there's nothing worse. You can't take, it's illegal to take as many clothes off as you really want to. So. <laughs> but, you know, when, when it's cold, if the International Falls gets cold, so does what makes it But the International Falls, when it's 30, 40 below, Nothing is better for splitting wood than really cold temperature. So I have a whole bunch of white pine that are down that split perfectly when it's that cold. Plus it warms you up, it's a good workout. So, um, <clears throat> But yeah, usually when it's that cold, um, there, a good fire is going and, uh, and uh, yeah, I, I'd say a good book, but uh, those days are kind of past with social media and all the things. So. You know how that goes. Yep. Oh, believe me, I do. I do. And finally, question number five. What is Bruce Jean's favorite candy bar? Oh, so I, I think it goes back to my um, favorite blizzard from Dairy Queen. And the Reese's Peanut Butter Cup Blizzard, ground up exceptionally well, um, is incredible. So a Reese's Peanut Butter Cup. Okay. Without a doubt. That's a lot of people's go-to. That's for sure. How about yours, Ken? I'm a Snickers guy. Ah. Yeah. And actually, but my probably my absolute favorite though is, and now that I think about it, is the salted nut roll. Oh. Well, a funny salted nut roll story. My mother got a ten-pound salted nut roll for Christmas. You ever seen one that big? No. I'd love it one that four, big. It was like three and a half feet long. So it was a monster. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, there's a lot of pieces in that thing. So it's a, it's a good Christmas present. So now I know what to get you for Christmas. <laughs> I, I, I would take it gladly. Absolutely. <laughs> All right. Well, I so you're going to be probably in the woods for the next, what, week and a half or so? Yeah, um, so next Wednesday is my first college basketball game, so oh. I'm, I'm moving back to the cities now. Um, we'll be uh, donning the stripes and resting a lot of basketball this winter, um, and uh, we'll be coming back and forth snowmobiling and ice guiding and all the things with that, but um, you'll you'll find me in the woods for the next 10 days or so. Okay. So, you, you good don't, place to be. You don't do any muzzle loading? I don't. Um, you know, with basketball and... Sure. and uh, all the things it's I, I've spent a lot of time in the woods this fall, so it's it's time. Okay. Well, if uh, we want to book uh, an ice trip or uh, something in 2024, I'm assuming we can do that right here, right now. Absolutely. You got to get a hold of me. Any of the social medias, mainly guiding.com, laxlakeguiding.com, um, or my cell phone is seven six three two three eight seven five zero seven. Love to hear from you guys. So. Whispering Bruce Jean, the hunting machine, live from the deer stand. Uh, Bruce, thanks for taking time. We appreciate it. Always having you on the show, especially your willingness to to be uh, on the air when you're out and about doing your outdoor stuff. That's a lot of fun. Thank you so much. 
I'll send you a picture of the deer I'm looking at right now. So nice. All right, Kev. Thank you. Bumpkin country.